Hello and welcome to episode 172 of the Enough mm-hmm. Podcast. I am Mike Hurley, your, one of your hosts, and I am joined, as always, on the 16th of October, which it is today, by Mr. Mm. Patrick Rohn. Hello, Patrick Rohn. Who's that? Oh, that's me. Hi. That's you. Hi. Hi, hi, hi Mr. Enough. <laughs> How you doing? That was a very Merlin Man-esque uh, thing I just pulled there. Yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm working at it. I'm getting good at this whole uh, you know, podcasting thing. Um, 172 but, episodes in. Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm starting to get the hang of it. <laughs> uh, it's like riding a bike. Um. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Have you picked a baseball team yet? No. Um. I decided to change my mind on that. Yeah, that's probably smart. Yeah. Probably best yeah. to uh, yeah. use that time a little bit more productively. Go Tottenham Hotspurs. That's what I say. That's if you don't want to say that in my house, my man. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you a Man U house? Uh, West Ham United. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Well then. <sighs> no soccer, no baseball. What are we going to talk about today? I know. Let's talk about some tech. Yay! <laughs> I feel like we like should have a siren go off when you're getting ready to talk about technology. Like yeah, a, yeah. A, maybe it could be like a meditation bell thing. Ding. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps. Um. So. Uh. There's a. This has been a busy kind of techie newsy sort of day, at least as far as like announcements are concerned. Uh, so, uh, the official invitation uh, to Apple's little uh, rumored uh, event uh, next week. Uh, this no longer a rumor, and now is official. Uh, went out. Um, and I guess they've got a little more to tell us, as the invitation says, which, you know, everybody who reads tea leaves is, you know, is yupping like the beard. How awesome is about, that? Uh, That's great. About a Mac mini. Or an, I'm a, an iPad mini. Gosh. I love that, though. I love that. We've got a little more to tell you. That's great. Mm. Oh, I oh, hope really? that they don't. I've, do you know I have a theory on this on, on mm. the naming because you 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 struggled on the name there for a second and I mm-hmm. have a theory. Would you, well, not not a theory as such. I just have some thoughts about the names. Mm. I think calling it the mini or calling mm. it the air would be a problem. Mm. And let me tell you why. So we will then have two classes of iPad. So we will have the regular iPad and we will have iPad. Mini. We'll just use Mini because it's the, the yeah, because we don't know what it is yet, and that's what everyone else seems to be calling it. So we'll just go with the crowd. So when people say, "What have you got?" Oh, I got the Mini. Well, now what are you talking about? Apple already Mac has Mini, iPad Mini, yeah, yeah. Oh, iPod Mini, and then the yeah. problem with the Air, right, is the MacBook Air. And I just think because we don't call them MacBook Air, we call it the Air. And yeah. when people are then talking in conversation, oh yeah, I was on the, I'm using the air for that. Like, how how are you using the air to record your, yeah, show? yeah. Do you know? I just think that it would be. I mean, I can't at any point in in my Apple history, and I'm sure I could be wrong on this. Remember a time where they have used the same um, second now? Like, I don't know what you actually call that. Um, for one of their products. You know how they have like the Mac Mini, um, mm-hmm. you know, they mm-hmm. have like the, the iPod Mini, 
I don't mm-hmm. know if they were out at the same time. They may well have been, but I, I can't remember a time where, at least in, in recent history, where they've done something like that. Yeah, so then what do they do? I have no idea. I have no idea. I was thinking, could they call it the iPad 8? But then, no, they probably wouldn't do that. That's, no, that's no, a, no, that's they wouldn't good, do that. How, how about just plain iPad? But, but then what do they call the other iPad one? iPad 7-inch, and you have iPad 9-inch, 10-inch, They could do that. I mean, I've heard people say that they might do that, but I, yeah. I don't I mean, think in, in the same idea. way that you have the MacBook Air, 13-inch, and 11 inch but it's but oh, yeah. both are called the macbook air of course yeah that makes sense I mean, we just call it the macbook 11 like macbook air 11 so you just call it the macbook air 10 it also makes sense as to why they dropped the three from the third generation ipad well look at you smarty pants you know i'm no tech pundit or anything but sometimes i think about this stuff I've been actually meaning to write about that for a little bit but i don't want to here's what i don't want to do because this inevitably happens, I, you know, I don't want to put it out there and then say, and then it happens, and everyone's like, "Well, you nailed it," and or that it doesn't happen. Wow, you blew it! And uh, who cares? Who cares what Apple's going to call it? What they're going to call it? You're going to buy it if you need it or not. So I'm <laughs> really. It doesn't really matter. I'm I'm approaching what I consider to be a, an interesting. Um, uh, spending crossroads. Ooh, okay. So at the moment, um, there are basically like with the last time, uh, the rumor blogs are predicting that every single product line is going to get updated. But what I think that is most likely that we're going to see is the new iPad and a 13-inch Retina MacBook Pro. Mm-hmm. I can't see how I won't buy that computer. With the 13-inch? Yep. Pro. Mm-hmm. Oh, Michael. Because it's, I love your air. The you have your air. You're yeah, happy know, with it. I know, but I would, I would sell the air, then. I would, I would upgrade. So this is the thing. I, I, I would think I would really struggle not to buy it. it would, I would have to stay away from Apple stores for such a long time. <laughs> such a- like I've done with the iPhone five. Yep. Because I, I love, I, I refuse to touch one. I absolutely refuse to touch. You should one. just at all costs do not do not approach the air. Do not look directly at the air. <laughs> that's how yeah that's, that's the same thing with the iphone that's 5 that's what i meant to say and i was looking at my macbook air but i meant to say the the iphone 5 the iphone 5 yeah yeah no i'm i'm not Be- because as long as i remain blissfully ignorant ignorant i am sure i will remain blissfully happy with my iphone 4 um yeah. which i mean that's part of what i wanted to mention was i mentioned this on the appnet earlier today or was it last night? I forget. They're all bleeding together for me. Um, uh, I've reached this really weird crossroads in the past few months that I've never reached before. So here's the deal. Um, see, people think that like I'm really like good at this. Like, no, I'm not going to upgrade. You, you should just stick with what you have and and use that for as long as possible. And 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 uh, you know that's what the minimal max spirit is all about. Yeah. The fact is, while conceptually, yes, that's what I believe in, and and I, what I really want to do, I'm still working. I was still working on this stuff. Like, like anyone who obsesses over this, you know. Let's speaking of Mister Man. There's someone who clearly 
and by his own admission, sucks at productivity. He sucks at doing the work. He's no good at it, right? That's why he obsesses about it. That's why he can't stop talking about it. That's why he can't stop looking into ways to do it just a little bit better, right? Same here. The reason why I'm interested in this minimalist, enough, whatever you want to call it, stuff, the reason I'm interested in these ideas is because it's something that I work at too and I struggle with and I'm not very good at, okay? Mm -hmm. And so in the past, shiny new object would come out and I'd be like, <gasps> must have it. Must, uh, gosh, I got to get that. I got to get one of those. I can't wait. Oh, my gosh. Just like everybody else. But something's happened in the past few months. I don't even necessarily know that I recognize this person, but I've become that person that I kind of have always strived to be. <laughs> I've always wanted to be. But whereas before it was something I had to work at, now it's just coming naturally. I really have zero excitement to change anything about my current setup. Just none. I am far more interested in taking what I have right now and learning it deeper and making it better and making it work better for me than I am about upgrading to anything. Hmm. But, hmm. Are you not... So this is an actual thing. You're not actually missing out. You're starting to miss out on things now, though, with your um, with your iPad. I'm missing out on some of the features introduced in iOS six that. Um, well, no, you're missing you're missing out on apps as well now, right? You like you you for example, you um, do not have access to Marco's new uh, product, the magazine. magazine. Yeah, the magazine, which is. Fantastic, by the way. If anyone, if anyone wants to spend some time reading some quality original um, uh, writing, it's really good. So you got that uh, on your phone, right? In the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I read it on my iPhone four because it can run iOS six, and he's made it iOS six only. Which, once again, I have absolutely no qualms or problem with. And anyone complaining about it needs to. Get a get a life and get a clue. <laughs> Seriously, um, development is hard work, and what's even harder than developing something is testing something. And what's even harder than testing something is testing it on multiple versions of an OS and multiple platforms. The more that you can reduce that number, the faster you can come to market with something, and it's so much easier to to add the. Add to support things that'll come later than to than to get something to work on supporting you know supporting something that is from the past right right so it's easier to start with just iOS six and then add iOS iOS seven when that comes if that makes sense in any case I digress the bottom line is yes there are some things on my iPad I'm going to start running into I won't be able to install because it's iOS six only but. That's no different than, say, a year ago when there was things I wasn't able to install on my iPad, things that are super simple, things that shouldn't require this but for some reason did because I didn't have a camera. Not because it was iOS 5 only, or because, but because, because the app accessed the camera for whatever reason. They said the developer made pulled the, you know, 
pulled the clout to say, I don't want this installed on, on any device without a camera. What apps? God, what was it? It was something Instagram like... Instagram or something like that? Huh? Is it something like Instagram? No, it was, that's the thing, right? It wasn't a photo app necessarily at all. It was like something else that happened to take photos. I'm trying to remember what it was. And unfortunately, I just can't even recall. That shows you how important it was. But it was like one of these things. It was like, you know, oh, well, that's a bummer. I guess I won't be installing that then, right? I can't remember what it was. But certainly it was one of those things that did not require the camera, right? It just because... You know, oh, I am. I mean, there are things like that coming out now, right? I mean, camera, camera plus for iPad. The camera plus just came out with a with a version for iPad, um, and the iPad's really kind of useful because they also came out with iCloud syncing support, so that pictures you take with camera plus on your iPhone automatically sync to your iPad, and that's the only reason I'd be interested in having it on my iPad, so that I could actually edit on the iPad and take the pictures, yeah. you know, with the phone, right? That's kind of the idea. And that's kind of the idea and what they built it for. Can't install it on my iPad 1. Not See, because not because it's iOS 6 only. It's not. But because my iPad 1 doesn't have a camera. That's really peculiar. Mm-hmm. Because they're touting it as, you know, you get to edit on the... Right, exactly. And like, I'm not, like I said, I'm not interested in taking pictures with it. If they wanted to... What they could have done is disabled the camera feature for the iPad, for iPads without a camera. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, there are things I am running into. Functionality I might be, quote, unquote, missing out on. But here's the other thing. Here's the flip side of that coin, my friend. That's also new functionality. I don't have to be bothered with learning. Hmm. See? Hmm. That's time I could spend maybe getting to learn what I already have even that much more deeply. Interesting. That in a lot of ways, and I've spoken to this idea before, features come with a cost. And that cost is not just you have to pay for this or you have to do this. Oftentimes that cost is, it. in some cases, it, the cost is it reduces functionality. Or I should say reduces flexibility as opposed to add you know, along with adding functionality, it reduces flexibility sometimes. Other times, and I would say more often than not, now you have a lot, of, you have new features that you have to learn. Learning those new features takes time. Whereas if you didn't upgrade and you just stuck with what you had and you know that pretty well, then by upgrading, you're just going to be taking some of your knowledge away, as it were. Or you're going to be adding to the amount of stuff you now have to know. Right. That's probably a better way to look at it. So, for instance, one of the many reasons I have not uh, yet upgraded to Mountain Lion on my MacBook Air is that I know Mac Mail right now as well as I know any other program on my Mac. I can completely navigate it, everything I need to do on a daily basis with my keyboard, I can, you know, reply to messages, reply all, send, save to drive, everything. I can just do it with my keyboard. I hardly ever touch the mouse when using mail, right? And I'm very, very comfortable with that. And when you start throwing in 
features like VIP and things like that. Well, these are new features that are going to add to the amount of knowledge that I already have and feel very comfortable with. Right? Mm -hmm. And so what benefit do I get from upgrading? If, if, especially if those features are not ones that I necessarily need or see, see an overwhelming need for. The features, the features that Mountain Lion brings just are not compelling enough for me right now to invest the time and the expense in upgrading. That I am very, very comfortable with Lion and it is doing just fine. And it has yet to stop me from, from really installing anything that I otherwise couldn't, you know, or that, that requires Mountain Lion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And something that I really desperately want or need. So, and, and that's kind of how I'm feeling about the iPhone 5, right? Is that, yes, I'm sure it brings a lot to the table. But I'm so comfortable with my 4. I'm so comfortable with typing on my 4. I'm so comfortable with, you know, with the just overall speed of my 4. It's okay. I'm comfortable with it. Reason I'm comfortable with it? Well, because I haven't touched the iPhone 5 as part of it, right? So I have no reference to say, oh, this feels slow. Does that mean, make sense? Yeah. You know, like if you have a car that doesn't go faster than 60, then then how do you, if 60 feels fast until you go into a car that goes 90, in which case now 60 doesn't feel so fast anymore because there's no reference point. And so, yeah, big part of the reason why I'm avoiding even touching an iPhone 5 because I just don't even want, I don't even want necessarily to have to have that conversation just because I'm fine with where I am right now. I'm comfortable with it. Right. My iPhone 4 is still usage. The battery lasts all day. I never get to the end of the day or, you know, get to the middle of the day and thinking, oh, boy, I better charge this. This battery's getting low. Yeah. So not even, like, the improved battery life is one that is necessarily all that compelling. Now, granted, in a few months... Like, that time's going to get slower and slower. That's just the nature of batteries. And it very well may be that in a couple of months, I'm finding myself, you know what? Okay, it's time. It's time for me to do it because, you know, the battery life is beginning to degrade. Or, But there will be, some, there will be a multitude of reasons for me to invest that time and money. And it, they will be more than just, wow, that's cool. It's thinner, it's lighter, it's faster, it's all those things. It'll be, you know, it'll be a, a lot of reasons. Is there anything specific to a smaller iPad that could make you want to upgrade quicker that you can think of? Have you got any, like, sort of feelings towards that? Yeah, yeah. And I can't remember whether or not I talked about this before, but as people know, um, and I've said this many times, I, you know, I write a lot on these iOS devices. I mean, we're talking like 750 to 1,000 word posts. If you've seen a post from me or you're subscribed to the newsletter or anything, if you've seen that in the past year, the chances are nine times out of ten that I've composed it on my iPhone. Okay? Yeah. Um, so I'm very comfortable with that. But the thing uh, with the smaller iPad for me as a writer 
is the writing. Because, see, I, one of the reasons I do that stuff on my iPhone, and I've gotten very comfortable with that, is because I can't type thumb type on the iPad at its current size. It's just too big. It's just a hair too big. Like the, the travel distance, the weight I have to stretch my thumbs across the screen, even in portrait mode, is a bit too big to do yeah, that with my thumbs. Definitely. Right? And so I can't just kind of kick back holding this thing up in the air like I can with my iPhone. But if you were to shrink that device to like a 7-inch, and I kind of, just to kind of get a feel for this, I've, I've done it with the uh, Kindle Fire that I bought for my wife that she never touches. Hmm. Um, and perfect. Perfect size. Right? And to have that size of keyboard in portrait with that much screen real estate to see what I'm writing, because that is the disadvantage of writing in landscape on the iPhone, is that I never really see more than about three or four lines at a time. Which is great for focusing, but poor for editing <laughs> and reading. Um, I, uh, yeah, I could definitely see myself doing that. And that's kind of the reason why I've held out is because when these rumors of the smaller iPad started, started popping around, uh, you know, they actually started about a year ago, but then yeah, they, you know, kind of went into a fever pitch within the last six months. It was even more of a reason for me to say, you know what, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting till, till they announce something that size that I don't need to upgrade my iPad one until they do until I, at least I have that choice available to me. But even still, event is on, is on October 23rd, next Tuesday. Now, I'm sure I'll have plenty to say on it, and I'm pr pretty sure that everyone will be able to rub my face in it if on next Tuesday I'm like, oh, my God, it's so great. i got to get one. But first of all, remember two things. Number one, I'm due. <laughs> I'm well overdue. But second of all, um, that there there would be a compelling there would have to be a, just like with the iPhone 5 a host of compelling reasons one of the, one of the most compelling for me is the typing experience on it mm -hmm. the thumb typing experience yeah right the regular typing experience is great for me like you know on a regular iPad portrait and banging out on the keyboard hey i wrote a whole book that way it was great um, but what I would really like to be able to do is more easily hold this thing in my hand, type with my thumbs. Also, something that size would be much more comfortable for the amount of reading that I do on the device, and I do a fair amount. Not the least of which is reading the stuff that I write, you know, after I'm done writing it to edit it. Mm -hmm. so. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Do we want to... Um, Take a little break and and talk talk about fine friends or or should I because I I have something I have some things to say about about the Microsoft Surface as well. Yeah, let's let's because um, this is obviously a nice break in that. Let's talk about yeah. Let's talk about Squarespace very quickly, and then we'll get back to um, we'll get back to talking about this because it's actually a there. Are, oh my God, we could potentially do a whole technology show. Imagine. Um, look, look. We don't want to promise anything, and and to promise such a thing 
I don't. Some people might get too excited. I just don't want to go there. Okay, we're we're gonna do what we do here, and that's it. We promise. Well, right now, we what we're gonna do is talk about uh, Squarespace there. We are. So yeah. Squarespace are the fine folks that give you absolutely everything you need to make an amazing website. What Squarespace do is they give you a fully hosted, completely managed environment for creating and maintaining a beautiful website, blog, or portfolio. Over the last uh, week or so, over at 70 decibels, we've had a pretty big week. We might talk about that in a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And we've had a lot of traffic. We've had um, probably about three to four times the traffic that we usually get coming to the website. But wow. you'd never know it, though, Pat. And do you know why you'd never know? Because Squarespace has amazing... Rock solid. Rock solid hosting, as you say. Absolutely rock solid. Rock solid hosting, scaling. That's all built right in to Squarespace. doesn't matter how many people are coming to you. They just take care of it for you. You don't have yeah, to worry. Uh, what, was it, what was that tagline we came up with a couple of weeks back? Oh, I can't remember. It's like, don't worry, I got Squarespace. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry don't about worry. it. Squarespace. Exactly. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Forget so, about it. So something else you can forget about is having to worry with, when it comes to setting up social services like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram because that's all built right into Squarespace 6, as is responsive web design, beautiful template design. It's all built right in because that's what Squarespace 6 gives you. It gives you the entire package. It gives you absolutely everything you need. It gives you the ability to use Layout Engine, which is Squarespace's page builder. It allows you to create custom layouts for each of your pages in seconds. Um, I posted something to my blog at mikehurley.net today, um, and instead of writing it in text like I usually do because I set, set that blog page up as a text page, um, I had it in HTML code um, because it was just the easiest way for me to get what I needed into the site because of the way I was writing it up. So all I did was I actually just changed, I just added a block inside of a post. So not only can you add like these blocks of content, which can include photos, videos, text, social media content, and loads more, you can add them inside posts as well. So I just select the HTML block and put the HTML code in. I didn't need to change the layout of my entire page to do that, just to do it that one time. Squarespace is really flexible, it's really powerful, and that's what I love about it. There's no mm -hmm. credit card required to try out Squarespace. Just go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels and start your two-week free trial. Squarespace starts at $10 a month for the standard plan, $20 a month for the limited plan, and you'll get 20% off if you sign up for one year and you'll get 25% off if you sign up for two. And if you decide to purchase the uh, if you decide to purchase with Squarespace after tr your trial, click enter an offer code at the checkout screen below the pricing options, and you can enter the code 70 decibels 10 for another 10% off. So if you sign up for the monthly, you'll get 10% off that. If you sign up for one of the annual plans, you would get, for example, 30 or 35% off in total. So thank you very much to Squarespace for the continued support of Enough and 70 mm -hmm. decibels. Mm hmm. Thank mm -hmm. you. Indeed. Yeah. I, uh, you know, once again, it's that, it's that, it's that thing of you, you don't have to worry about like, you know, making sure you, that you have the right plugins and blah, 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 blah. you got Squarespace. You got Squarespace. I can link to you all day at Minimal Mac and, uh, you, you won't even notice. Um, and trust me. Other people notice when I link to that. They do. You don't want to notice when I link to you. Powerful guy. You don't want to notice when anyone links to you, right? Like, well, you just yeah. don't even want to have to worry about it. Fireball wanna, throws. Exactly. You, you don't have to, to worry. You want to know that they have. But just It'd be nice it to know. Reverse, yeah, right? sure. But what you don't want to do is be like, oh, my God, I better go check my site and Sight make sure down. it stays up and, mm -hmm. you know, ripping out my hair, you know. Ah, God. 
Indeed. Yeah, don't want so that. done with that. So today, case. today, as well as there being a, um, did you find it interesting? By the way, like you know, oh, Surface Girls on pre-order today. So oh, let's just send out the invites. Yeah. It's like in, 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 yeah, in, yeah. Smart let's just guys. do it. So, uh, what you've got some thoughts, have you, about the Microsoft Surface? Well, uh, so here's here's what I've got thoughts about. Okay. All right. Uh, several. There's several fold. And number, I don't know if this this is partially Microsoft's fault, but partially partially just the fault of marketing in general, because marketers have gotten lazy. <laughs> They've gotten really lazy because they make it so complicated. They're so interested in having some cool hip thing that goes viral. It's easily shared. That the kids will like. Mm-hmm. And what they forget is that marketing really comes down to one, answering one simple word. And that is, why? Why? Why do I want this? Why is this important? Why do I need to have this? Why? You know, and, and the most effective marketing of the current age and of yesteryear is all about that why, right? Michael, you're thirsty, right? Mm-hmm. Here, have a Coke. Thank you. Why? Why, why, why the Coke? You probably are within walking distance uh, at any given time throughout your day, within walking distance to somewhere where you can get a free drink of water. Why the Coke? Because it's crisp, delicious, and refreshing. Now, never mind that water is equally all of those things. Coke has done a very, very, very good job of answering that question, why, in about 90 different languages. And it's really that I have just described every single ad and every single, like their entire marketing history with that one explanation. It's effective and it works. Here, have a Snickers. It satisfies. When you're hungry, Snickers satisfies. Why do, why do you want it? You're hungry. And this is what satisfies. Simple, direct, to the point. Nothing more needs to be said. It doesn't matter that you could easily eat just about anything else and it would satisfy that hunger just as well. It doesn't matter because now I've implanted into your head that Snickers is what satisfies. And it really is just answering that simple question of why. And it's also the reason why um, Apple's early iPhone and iPad ads were so effective. Because all it was was a hand and a screen showing you what it did and why you needed this. So why? Because it, because it will make everything you could possibly think of doing while you're out and about easy. Booking a dinner reservation, finding out the latest sports scores, checking up on your stocks, reading the news, doesn't matter, this this is the answer to the question why. So I'm going so, to assume I'm going to assume that you are not a fan of the Surface commercial. Not only am I not a fan of the Surface commercial, 
they still, uh, well, okay. Number one, they have yet to answer that question when it comes to the Surface. Why? Why do I want this tablet as opposed to all of my other cheaper options that are out there? Why do I want it more than the options that are the exact same price? Why? Why is this better? They have yet to answer that question. They have yet to actually let anyone either use this thing long-term or see it being used long-term. What are they ashamed of? Because to me, that's the only question that needs to be answered. Why? Do I want this because it's got a keyboard that clicks into place? Because that's the only thing they show on the commercials, people dancing around, clicking this keyboard into place. They don't show it working. They don't show people doing things on this thing. They don't show, they don't answer the question why. And while I partially fault Microsoft, I, I think it's bigger than that. I think it's this overwhelming trend. I've seen it with countless, countless things now where marketers fail to answer that question because what they think they want is dancing people clicking keyboard covers because that'll go viral or something, right? Whatever the buzzword of the moment is to we don't have to work because that's what that buzzword really means. What that buzzword means is we, the marketers, want to take as much money with doing as little work as possible and let other people do the work for us for free. So anytime you see that word, if you're a product maker or a developer and some PR person comes to you or marketing person comes to you and says that word, run screaming. Because these are people that want to bleed you of your money and not do an effing thing for it. Angry. It, 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 it ticks me off, right? It ticks me off because I think the space is healthy with Microsoft in it. I want to see this thing do well. I really do. I think is I think that there are some interesting ideas going on here. I think everybody in the tech world, Mac or or PC, doesn't matter. We've all been saying this. Wow, this Windows Metro thing, whatever they're calling it, there's some intuitive, interesting UI here. There's some things that we'd like to see on iOS that this is doing that that's not. And wow, in a tablet form factor, that might even be more compelling in some ways. And hmm, the keyboard, the clickety thing, yeah, that's really kind of innovative. Let's see how it works. Let's see how the keyboard feels when you type on it. Let's actually, you know, use this thing. Nope, can't touch it. No, this just no. We're just this one does not operate. We're just we're just showing you how how it would look in concept. That's what Microsoft is saying. That's what they're doing. It doesn't, you know. So I'm so at this point, I'm wondering along with the rest of the world, what do they have to hide? What are they hiding? Are they hiding that it sucks, monkey? <laughs> Sorry if you have to bleep that. Yeah, dude. That's my guess. I like That's, the ad. Do you? Yeah. Maybe I'm the target audience, Pat. Maybe. I Maybe like it's... it. I think it's fun. I think it's cool. You know, they're like, look at us dancing around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it. I, I honestly do like it. I think it's a, I think it's a fun ad. 
I can get why people don't because it doesn't really show the product as such. But I don't. What is? I, I know this. Might, people might say like, "Oh, how could you say?" What is there to show? What What can they show you? I mean, what they show you? What every other tablet does. And they show you how they do it better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what they have to show. Well, they have, they, have, they have to answer the question, why, Mike? Yeah. yeah no matter no, which way it. you cut no, it. I get it. I totally understand that. That's the, you know, that's... Look, if that, if that question isn't answered in the commercials, it's answered at the point of purchase. But regardless... The only reason anyone buys anything is when they feel they've gotten a satisfactory answer to that question. Whether they've divined it themselves or not. Yeah. Right? I mean, you didn't just run out and get an iPhone 5 because... You know, uh, because someone told you go out and get a five iPhone five, or because you had some contractual commitment to do so, and you didn't even necessarily do it because a- Apple answered the question necessarily directly. I should say because a- uh, Apple answered the question of why, although they certainly did, and you know that's what the whole keynote thing is about. Is about here's why we are doing this. Here's why we think it's important to you. But I digress. The reason you ultimately went out and got an iPhone 5 is because you answered satisfactorily within yourself the answer to that question. And until they answer that, no one will buy it. Until they give people enough information to answer it for themselves, nobody will buy it. Right now, I still don't quite understand. Okay, I'll be Joe Consumer. Um, so I, I'm, I'm really invested in Microsoft Office. I like Outlook. I like Word. I like Excel. You know, it's pretty much all I use all day. That in my web browser. Um, I want to buy one of these tablets. Which one should I get? Can you answer that question for me, Michael? <laughs> yeah, I can at the moment. Hmm? You know, at the moment, I feel like I can, can help. Okay, which one should I get? You should get the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, but wait. I, so I'm heavily, I'm PC guy. I'm PC only. I'm, you know, I'm all about PC. I don't want that Apple crap. All right? Yeah. Mm. Because I'm a PC guy, Office is my thing. I, Drank the office Kool-Aid. I've paid the office cash cow. I want office. And the surface thing looks great. To have something portable like that, you know, that's you know, like tablet like. Oh, this right up my alley. Which one should I get? Well, you might want to get the surface, but right now I don't know if you would want that. Because I see? Yeah. No, I agree. But I think that that for me though is an informed um but as an informed buyer, I would say don't get it now because I've not played with one and I've not seen video of somebody else play with one or, mm-hmm. you know, so that's why I would say it. But maybe, you know, maybe I, if they showed it and, it and it was a good product, then it might be worth it. I, I can answer this question, by the way. Go on. The question, the question is, is that 
I want the regular Microsoft Surface, not the RT version. I want the regular one, mm. right? Because that's the only one that can run Office. And I want the touch keyboard on there. So this is an interesting thought. Not the, I'm sorry, not the touch keyboard. I want the real keyboard on there. So because like I said, I'm the know, RT, really heavily invested. The RT version only yeah. has um, the Metro interface, doesn't it? Yep. Doesn't have the desktop. Nope. So it can't run Office, can it? Until yep. until February <laughs> when they bring out um, Windows mm-hmm. Eight. That's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So is it a hundred percent sure you can't go into? Um, From everything I've read and understood, but of course, no one's really actually used this thing, so who knows? It says, as for Mike, I'm looking at PCAdvisor.co.uk. As for Microsoft Office, all Surface RTs will ship with Office Home and Student 2013 RT Preview. There you go. Ah, okay. So it's shipping with a beta version of uh, Office. Mm -hmm. That's smart. At least they've done that. I mean, they've thought of that. Sure. I mean, it's not ideal, but. Nope. Nope. When was this? This was published on the 16th. Yeah, it was published today. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, and so how? So that said, I'm not going to get the RT. I want the real Office. I want the Office that I'm used to on my desktop. How much is that going to cost me? Seventy-five million dollars. <laughs> it's going to cost me. Uh, let's see. The standard Microsoft Surface. The it's let's just say the 32 gig. What is that? Five ninety nine. Yeah. And that doesn't include the the keyboard, no, no, so you no, got to no, add no, no, the no. keyboard to that, which I think Isn't the it? keyboard I want is one twenty nine or something like that. No, hang on, that's I think you are overpricing it now. Uh, okay, I, I might be. I don't have that tab. I up believe anymore. it starts at three nine nine without the keyboard. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to surface dot com now. Um, yeah, it's fr- it's um, thirty two gigabyte without the black touch cover is four nine nine. And then you add a cover for a hundred and twenty dollars, so it's okay. five hundred dollars without a cover. So comparable to the iPad price. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, is that cheaper than a thirty-two gig iPad? I believe it is. I believe it is. I mean, obviously, you can get an iPad two. Um, Right, so iPad. Yeah, it's cheaper. It is cheaper. A 32 gigabyte iPad is $599. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and okay. a 32 gigabyte Surface is 499 So mm-hmm. let's say now everybody buys a smart cover. I think. Like the majority of people buy smart covers, don't they? Especially since it's the first thing they're leading with advertising is the smart cover. Uh, here's a, here's a, Maybe that's why they're leading with the smart cover ad is because a, well, because that's an easy way to get people to spend an extra hundred bucks. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, here's a, a point. It actually is Wi-Fi only at that price. Uh-huh. I don't what, believe- the, what, the iPad? No, the, um, the Surface. Yeah. Well, and have- the... And the iPad is Wi-Fi only at that price. Of course it is. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Right. My apologies. Yeah, no so let's let's put a uh, smart cover in there. Let's get a level one, Pat, because you are a discerning customer. So you've now, <laughs> you've now put that price to $668. Um, 
Um, that's for a Wi-Fi 32 gigabyte iPad. And then we put this in there. We put that in there. Pre-order now. And you're looking at five. Let's just say for the record, like 520. Uh, for the iPad. Sorry. Um, oh, wait. Hang on. Yeah, this is you know this hard comparison math. So right, what you've got now is six hundred and sixty-eight dollars for the iPad, thirty-two gigabytes, and you have six hundred and twenty dollars for the uh, Surface with a cover, smart mm-hmm. Surface Touch cover. But here, so let me let me clue you in on a little something. Please do, Michael. That I I have entailed from much reading about this device. Mm-hmm. I can't use Office without the cover. Office requires the cover. That must be why they're... How have you found that out? Um, uh, one of the... Uh, I think it was on the Verge's, you know, first look uh, video thing. Um, they were talking about uh, the fact that to run Office... You know, for, that Office requires the keyboard. You can't use the on-screen keyboard. Uh, basically, that you can't use the on-screen keyboard with much of the classic Windows interface that's like it requires a keyboard. Right. That would be on the regular Surface, though, wouldn't it? Not the IT. Yeah, on the uh, yeah on the regular Surface. I don't know about the whole the whole RT preview beta thingy that I don't know much about because, well, it's brand new. They, they've just announced it today, as far as I'm aware. So, oh well. In any case, I digress. The whole upshot of this and the enough tie-in is that, um, that even advertising uh, has gotten away from the idea of enough and that all advertising just needs to answer one simple question and you can sell anything. You can sell anything if you answer that question. Right. Because someone either hasn't, you either give a person the answer to that question or you can't for that person, and that person won't buy. But the person that you can't answer it for, they will. Because people like to fulfill needs, surprisingly enough. Um, yeah, I, I just, I think that Ah, uh, you know, it says uh, Senator Paul Wellstone, the late uh, Senator Paul Wellstone says, "We all do better when we all do better, right?" Mm-hmm. And I think that the tech industry and the tablet market, especially right now, is at that precipice, is at that crossroads where. We all will do better if we all do better. And I really want to see this succeed. I really want to see this succeed at least as well as Amazon has succeeded with their with their tablets. And, you know, Google seems to be doing, I guess, okay with that Galaxy Tab thing. I don't know. Um, but let's just say I – or Nexus Tablet, I'm sorry. Nexus 7, sorry. Um but let's just say I think that the surface needs to be a contender too, if for no other reason than to provide healthy competition to to Google and Apple. Because healthy competition for Apple means that Apple gives us even better stuff. Indeed. So, 
Um, and I, I just I think they're really screwing it up uh, marketing wise with this whole with this whole debacle. Um, and they would have been uh, much better off if they just fully spent all the money that they've embraced making compromises <laughs> um, for all their no compromise talk and uh, took all that money and poured it into making great touch versions of office and, you know, existing applications ah. and, and had this price point and had a simplicity of models. So you didn't have to be confused between the RT and the non RT. They wouldn't have had to do that because, well, everything would have just run on an ARM processor and everything would have been great. Simple. Keep it simple. You don't need to ship five different versions of everything. Ship one that's great and that people will love. And they will buy. And they will buy. Ah, so yeah. So we're expecting. Uh, so uh, for anyone who wants a recap, all right. I'm. Uh, I will go out there, put myself out on a limb, and officially call it this. This this new iPad, no matter the size, will just be called iPad. It will not be iPad Mini. It will not be iPad Seven. It won't be iPad any of that. It'll just be iPad. Just like the current model is just iPad, and you'll be able to get your iPad in either a seven-inch version or a 10-inch version. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to my guns on that, and uh, you guys can all laugh in my face on Tuesday. Remind me of this uh, next Tuesday, actually, Michael, because we'll be talking. Okay. We will see. <laughs> okay. Gosh, anything else to cover? Have we blown out our time yet? We've destroyed our time. We've annihilated the time. The time well, is no longer. All right. Well, then, I guess we'll chat later. Before we do... Oh wait, is there another? Well, you you can you can be uh, like people can find you online. They can find you on uh, on the yeah, app.net. if they want. No one wants to find me online. No I, one cares I think about they Brian, do. Huh? You are you, uh, you they care about. Yeah, maybe. The, you are Patrick Roan on app.net. P a t r i c k r h o n e. I am I Mike there and on Twitter too. Um, so please do find us, Patrick. Um, he has his writings at patrickroan.net. And also at uh, com. It's the .net, isn't it? It's the blog. Uh, no, .com is Sorry, the blog. Sorry, .com but is that's, the blog. But that's okay. .net will we'll go to, go to patrickrone.net and yeah. you'll get links to everything I do. It's probably the best and, place. And you'll get a nice picture of me. Beautiful picture. Handsome, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, it's just yeah. the only thing I'm missing is that sexy way that you say H. You, you British people say H so nicely. H. 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 It's like it's, it's spelled A I C H. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, I love that. I love that. That and Zed. Zed. Oh, I love that. So sexy. Thank you All very right. much. <laughs> Thank you very much, Michael. As always. And you, sir. We'll chat later. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>